0: on local now channel 525 and good morning i'm gary randall thank you so much for joining me today it's monday may the 23rd 2022 in the year of our lord today on 1984 surgeon general c everett issued a report saying that there was very solid evidence that linking cigarette smoke to lung disease in non-smokers Today, in 1430, Joan of Arc was captured by the Burgundians. They sold her to the English. Today, in 1934, bank robbers Clyde Barrow and Bonnie Parker, Bonnie and Clyde, they were shot to death by police ambush in Louisiana. I think it was the Texas Rangers, though, that actually caught up with them in Louisiana. Today, in 1937, John D. Rockefeller, founder of Standard Oil Company and the Rockefeller Foundation, He died in Florida. He was 97 years old. He was a great globalist, even though it was the United States that provided his opportunity to become wealthy. Today, in 1945, Nazi official Heinrich Himmler, he committed suicide by biting into a cyanide capsule. He was in British custody. He knew the end was near. Ten years ago today, Egypt held the Arab world's first competitive presidential vote. Islamist Mohamed Morsi was ultimately named the winner following a runoff. He got forced out of office a few years later. One year ago today, children's author and illustrator Eric Carle, he was known for the classic The Very Hungry Caterpillar. You probably have seen that around. He died, 91 years old. He passed away in... Massachusetts. The United Nations AIDS agency has come out this morning. They are denouncing some reporting on the monkeypox. You may have heard of that. That's the next crisis that the left is gathering around. We don't know where it's going to go. The president of the United States is wondering today how bad this is going to get. We need to prepare for it. Probably we need to wear masks or some kinds of spacesuits or something and we must all go back to seclusion that's the coming message i'm sure it sounds like it at least they're warning that irresponsible language about the monkeypox <laughs> is uh, causing harm beyond the disease itself united nations aids un aids they're saying this morning that a significant proportion of recent monkeypox cases have been identified among gay, bisexual, and other men who have sex with men. Now they're saying that this is leading to some portrayals of Africans and LGBTI. I haven't seen that combination of letters before. I'll tell you, boy, you talk about change. These guys are forever changing. But anyway, Africans and LGBTI people gravely quote reinforce homophobic and racist stereotypes and exacerbate stigma what they're saying is if you tell the truth if you just simply address this monkeypox thing you've probably seen some of those pictures that are out there over the weekend people are getting monkeypox and there is this growing on the one hand there's this growing massive major concern And, I mean, we should be concerned, but when your trust is so low in the people who are pushing the buttons and running the government, you just, I mean, your mind kind of deflects to, like, what are they up to now? How are they going to use monkeypox to advance their agenda? Because that's part of the leftist worldview. The biblical worldview is based on fixed truth, God's truth, God's natural laws, And as they translate to the culture, the humanistic worldview, or the so-called progressive, which isn't, that worldview is one that is always changing. Truth can change a dozen times in a day, but it's still called truth. That's the whole driving force. That's the energy behind all this nonsense that we see out there. You say, well, Gary, you're overstated. No, I'm not. Remember the Wuhan virus? Now, if to say it is, is kind of a like, ooh, I shouldn't have said that. I mean, I don't feel that way, but a lot of people do. When the Wuhan virus came, became we became aware of it in Seattle primarily or on the east side. But when we became aware of that, the press, the far left press was referring to it as Wuhan, Wuhan virus because they weren't trying to, I mean, be pejorative about it. They were just saying it. Because we'd always, the Nile virus and and Ebola and all these things are related to where they were first discovered or where they were found or where they emanated from. It wasn't a racial or social attack. It was just identifying things in a normal way. But all of a sudden, China said, oh, no, that's racist. You can't say Wuhan virus. That's what they said. They took it to the UN, and the UN put out the message, and our leaders in America, so-called leaders, lockstep. They made a quick right turn, left turn, and they began to never use that word again. They wouldn't let Wuhan come off of their lips. And now we're seeing this with this monkey pox. You can't say monkey pox, and you can't identify that they're finding it among gay, bisexual, and other men who have had sex with men said, nope, you can't say that. Why? Because it reinforces homophobic and racist stereotypes, and it exacerbates stigma. That's the same message back in the 80s when they discovered AIDS. It was only among homosexuals, because God didn't make people to be homosexuals. He made them to be heterosexuals, like man and woman, male and female. And when you go against God's natural plan, it doesn't work out very well. And that's what we're seeing in our world today. It touches every part of our life. Franklin Graham is on a tour in England and uh, Ireland and so on in the UK. He's calling it the God Loves You Tour. It's a, a crusade. They're holding large services over there. But they've attacked him. Franklin Graham. Evangelist Franklin Graham. On his God Loves You tour campaign, having these big rallies, like his dad did, Billy Graham. But the LGBT activists, including some of the Welsh Labor Party politicians, they're coming out against him and they're asking the government to shut him down. Why? These are their words, not mine. Because of his biblical views on marriage. And they're accusing him of being a preacher of hate. Franklin finally had to come out yesterday and tell the media, he said, I am not a preacher of hate. (laughs) He said, man, I'm a preacher of God's love. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him and so on. One uh, One of the councils there in the UK actually came out and apologized for censoring Franklin. I don't know if they were threatened with a lawsuit or not. I'm not sure about all the details. We don't need to get into that today. But they, they, um, they came out and apologized for what they had done. I mean, they've been working overtime to, to kind of cancel him, just erase him as though he doesn't happen. And he's not there because they don't agree with his message, the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ, because in that message is a belief that marriage is between a man and a woman. So this one group, this council, came out and they gave his ministry $150,000 in damages because of what they had done, trying to censor him. But another UK a mayor is working as we speak this morning, trying to pull his ads off buses. And he's saying right out loud why. He said, we don't agree with him on his views on marriage and his a rejection of Islam. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you, welcome to the world. But you know, there there is a word, there is a truth that stands forever. Isaiah chapter 55, the prophet wrote, For as the rain cometh down and the snow from heaven and returneth not thither, but watereth the earth and maketh it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please. And it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. The word of God is powerful. It will not be rejected. It will not be canceled. It will do what God wants it to do. Psalm 33, 6 says, By the word of the Lord were the heavens made and all the host of them by the breath of his mouth. These people can fight against God all they want to, but in the end, God has already won. God is in control. And you can transport that not only to world conditions, but you can transport that to the situation in your own life, whatever that may be. We all have our battles to fight, Struggles, difficulties, setbacks, whatever, disappointments. Sometimes they're huge, sometimes not so much, but they're important to us at the time that we're going through this. God is in control. God speaks. The world will listen. There is a day coming when every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. I hope most of you listening to this program today, as we originate live at 9 a.m. in the morning on the ACN station, some of you are listening a little bit later on a delay, but I hope that many of you, most of you, I wish all of you know him in a personal way, because in this world of noise and chaos and corruption, there is a single word that stands the test of time. It is the word of the Lord. And I hope that you know him in a personal way by accepting his son, Jesus Christ, as your personal savior. I got this note uh, this morning. I got it this morning. It was actually sent to our office yesterday afternoon. It says, thank you, Gary. My son and I listen along with a contribution. Thank you, Gary. My son and I listen to you every day on ACN through TuneIn radio on our Roku TV. Although we are a lower-income family, due to me being the sole breadwinner, my son being disabled, I felt led by the Lord to give to your ministry. We benefit from your work every single day. My son says daily, our guy is on about two minutes <coughs> before your program is going to begin. Well, if you're listening today, and I suspect you might be, Hi. Thanks for turning me on. She continues. I hope this blesses you to hear that you are reaching people of all ages and abilities. My son is a huge fan of yours, and of course, so am I. We thank you so much. We're honored to give to you and your ministry. May God bless you in the life. May God bless you in life as you continue to do his work. Thank you. That's humbling. And for all of you who support us, I'm humbled. I mean that sincerely. I am well aware. I am through puberty. I am an adult. I'm over 40. I've seen a bit of life. And I know that I could not be doing this. And I have the burning passion to do this. Believe me. Some of my friends are off playing golf. I'm not there yet. But I, uh, if ever, I don't think that will happen to me, but... I have a burning desire to do what we're doing right here. But I couldn't do it without you. And I am humbled every time you send a check, every time you make a contribution online, I see it all. And thank you from the bottom of my heart. It's not easy to meet the budget every month. But we do. And I thank you. If you Receive from this ministry, and if it you feel it's important, please join us. We need you. We do. Our address is Box 399 Bellevue, Washington, 98009. Box 399 Bellevue, 98009. New York Post ran a story yesterday alerting parents and people who love kids at a new public school curriculum that glorifies AOC, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, and her far-left squad. It knocks religion, particularly Christianity. It misquotes and misuses Jesus and mocks minority leader Republican Mitch McConnell and is already being distributed to libraries in advance of its reveal in the public classroom this coming fall. So when you put your little child on the bus, the big yellow bus, and it envelops the kid and it rolls down the street, This is some of what they will be seeing, and there's much of this. And I know I talk about this regularly because it is becoming absolute epidemic. These people are obsessed, almost possessed, with the idea of trying to own your child. And your child is not theirs. It's yours or your grandchild. God gave you that child. The government, the state, does not own that child even though they're trying to take ownership. And they're doing so by virtue of conforming the mind of the child to the ideals of the state instead of the ideals of biblical truth as Christians want their children to hold. This latest is a book in a series of books. I want to talk to you about it because it's coming. It's in New York now, but it's coming. It's being published for national distribution. The book is titled, What You Don't Know, A Story of Liberated Childhood. Liberated I don't think so. That's why we're going to talk about it for a couple of minutes this morning. It's the first menu of similar materials. It's categorized. It's in a package called Universal Mosaic Curriculum. The book is intended for 10 to 11 year olds. That particular book that I just mentioned. What You Don't Know, A Story of Liberated Childhood. Ready to kick off next school year. The book the book centers on a black child who's talking about fitting in at school and church and about his friend who's queer like me is the way they define him. The boy is named Demetrius. He's shown in a church in one of the pages. I wrote an article on this today at faithandfreedom.us. That's our website. And I publish an article every weekday and have for years on the website. And I there's some pictures of... Of this and some sourcing on there and, and links to m- much more information than I have time to get into today. But this boy is named Demetrius. He's shown in a church, standing in a, in a church a sanctuary. And he says, churches can preach all they want about love. The only thing that I feel when I'm in here is shame. He's been shamed because of his sexual behavior, of course. The boy then has a conversation with Jesus, who just appears. He's apparently a Democrat. I mean, they give you that feeling, although they don't say it. And Jesus tells this boy, everyone is invited to love and be loved. The distressed-looking little boy looks back at Jesus, who is black, and then points toward a unnamed white man, And the character of that white man is drawn to be, without doubt, Mitch McConnell, who is the minority leader of the Republicans in the Senate. It's a Mitch McConnell lookalike, and he says, even like pointing at him, even him, could he be loved? And Jesus replies, yes, even him. The author of the book is Anastasia Higginbotham. In reading of the book on YouTube, she confirms the unnamed man is indeed McConnell, but she hedges a little bit on whether whether that is Jesus is really a Democrat. But she said, yeah, it's about the Catholic Church as well. But it's about all churches. It's about every church that claims the truth of God's word and claims that Jesus Christ is indeed the Son of God. The virtue, the storyteller claims, is if the child understands even people as bad as McConnell are invited to love and be loved considering all the harm that he's doing, anyone can be accepted. While the book said to be a tool to liberate children, and that's the thread that runs through this thing, is guys, parents, grandparents, you got to buy into this because this is going to liberate your son or your daughter. The book is said to be a tool to liberate children. And these insane educators are falling all over themselves, publishing it, getting it out. We want our kids to be liberated. We don't want them to be in bondage and blah, blah, blah. Well, they wrap the chains of bondage around these little kids. These books in this set, this mosaic set, they rewrite the rules that we live by, the 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 fixed rules, the laws of nature and nature's God and all that this country has ever stood for. It's not a tool to liberate children. They heap praise in the book on socialist, ocasio Cortez, and they go into all that that squad of hers who are. Two or three of them are Muslim and all this kind of thing. I'll tell you, it's accompanied by an illustration. There's one part in the book uh, where they say we will rewrite the rules we live by and love the world back into balance. If we love enough, if you just love enough, and that means to embrace and celebrate every stinking perverse kind of activity you can think of will bring the world back into balance. That's accompanied by an illustration of a boy watching television with his parents. Depicted on the TV screen and then named in the book are U.S. Representatives Rashida Tlaib, Ayanna Presley, Ilhan Omar, and, of course, Alexandria Cortez. The book is part of this larger body of materials. It's being made available schools and libraries under the name Mosaic, launched in New York but coming to a school near you. As expected, the reaction of some parents who are aware of the material is negative. I mean, if you take a look at this, as I did, I'm just a parent and a grandparent. But I looked at this stuff and I thought, what? I mean, sometimes this stuff is so bad when I talk about it with you in our chat every morning. I, I almost say, is this real? It is real. That's what they're doing to our children. They believe in the minds of the secular left. Not everybody. The majority doesn't buy this message. The minority does, but they have seized control of our minds and our hearts in America. And you are an outcast. You are despicable if you identify this monkeypox for what it is. It's a disease emanating from the homosexual community. And the, even the scientists were caught off guard. They were telling telling the truth for a moment, and they got caught. They said, oh, no, 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 it has nothing to do with all, excuse me, back up, restate the case. And that was yesterday. You go back to AIDS, same thing. You go back to Wuhan virus coming out of Wuhan, China, same thing. We can't tell the truth. It has to be a narrative that is created around a destructive, so-called progressive, humanistic worldview. Parents are upset, of course. It's a horrible book, one mom said. She said, I don't know how to describe it. It's horrible. The author, who has also written another companion-type book titled Not My Idea, about children who connects to the opportunity, her words, connects to the opportunity and their responsibility to dismantle white supremacy. One parent read this, she said, I never expected people who cling to oppressive, dying institutions of patriarchy and white supremacy. To like that book, this woman is involved in the project. As I said, former New York City Mayor de Blasio, who was a train wreck, he funded the project while he was in office. He's gone now, but the project has been given birth. Should have been aborted. (laughs) They're so abortion happy, this is one they should have aborted. But it'll be distributed. It'll be promoted nationwide. It already is being talked about nationwide. That's why I'm talking about it today. Among other titles is a book called The Bell Rang. It's for kindergartens to discuss slavery. There's one book, as you can imagine, this wouldn't be missed. I'm Not a Girl, which is about transgenderism targeting first graders. First graders. Another controversial book in the mosaic list, they all are, as far as I'm concerned, is concerning Our Skin, is the title of it, which is geared toward those aged two to five years old, and it blames the idea of racism on white people. It's already appearing in some suggested reading lists in public education and libraries. These materials, when parents confronted these guys, and this is very important, when parents confronted these guys... Here was their answer. They said, oh, no, this is not part of the prescribed curriculum. There is a lie that is as deceptive as Satan can be. It is half-truth. They're not. They're not part of the prescribed curriculum yet. But this introduction, this placing in front of people who are particularly uh, supportive— of this kind, these kinds of materials gets it out and into the libraries and into the suggested reading lists. And that is always the path from conception, from the time it, the materials created to placement in a prescribed curriculum. So they can look at you with a straight face and say, no, no, no. This, oh my goodness. Oh no, don't listen to those right wing nuts out there. This isn't prescribed curriculum. And they're telling the truth, sort of. And they're grossly misleading the public. You, if you believe it. This Higginbotham, the author of much of this, not all of it, but much of it, she told the, uh, the New York Post that the book is about boundless love and the divinity of everything. What? Love wins. In other words, that's the whole message of the gay community, the homosexual community. And the divinity of everything? That's pantheism. Is that now their new world religion? That's as old as humanity? It isn't just in the U.S., but England is stumbling down this same path. They came out over the weekend. This council in London has claimed that babies, babies, as young as three months old, are racially biased. Science has proven that they are. Scientists say so, so we've got to believe it. Babies three months old can show racial bias, and they are demanding now that extremely young children be talked to about the issue of race and that little babies in the arms of their caregiver can react if the race is something other than white, if the baby is white. We need help. We need help. And God is the only answer. Ronald Reagan said we're one generation away from extinction in our freedom. We need God's help. Hey, thanks for being with me today. We'll continue this conversation right here tomorrow. Thanks for your support. I'll see you tomorrow.